Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Ramon, welcome to the cave. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank thank you. you for having me. Thank you for uh, joining me today to talk about your new project. I oh, know. I appreciate it. Of course. So, uh, you know, the viewers and the listeners are going to see you on uh, CBS's new comedy, Ghosts, as a spirit. That's going to be an exciting <laughs> time for you. It's been a dream, man. It's been an, an absolute dream. And yeah, I'm really just excited that people are liking it. And uh, because, you know, we're just having such a fun job, uh, fun time shooting it. You know, we're on episode 13 right now. And yeah, I'm, I'm living my dream. And I'm having a great time. So when I hear people that are enjoying it, it just makes me feel, you know, makes me feel good. Yeah. Man. Uh, before we, we talk about the show, uh, one of the first things I like to start my interviews off was like, like, I want to know how you got into the industry. What made you get into this? Totally. Yeah. So I got into the industry because of my dad. My dad is an actor. Uh, has been an actor for the last 40 years or so. Um, and my whole family is kind of a performing family. My sister, Ray Saragosa, is a singer-songwriter. And uh, my oldest sister, Danielle, uh, did musical theater and acting throughout oh, wow. her whole life. And so I was thrown into it at an early age, doing commercials and theater and all this stuff. And, and yeah, I just fell in love with it. And, you know, having a role model like my father to, to really... Uh, to, to, to inspire me was, it was always just like the greatest thing. And I'm, I'm just so grateful for my dad. You've all, you know, you're also directing and producing also. Yeah. I actually ended up going to film school when I was 18. Cause I didn't get into the school I wanted to for acting. Mm -hmm. I had like a, like a quarter life crisis. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to do acting anymore. Um, I'm giving up. I'm like, I'm done at 18 years old, which is hilarious. Um, looking back. But I ended up going to Cal State Northridge for film production because I was like, I want to make my own projects because I'm done with going out for these stereotypical characters for like, you know, Asian characters or native characters that were just so stereotypical. I wanted to write my own projects. Hmm. Um, and then I, of course, kept acting as well. Uh, but yeah, I love directing. I love producing. I love I love being able to make my own projects. Yeah. Now, you grew up in New York. I did for like the first 11 years of my life. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I grew up in the city. My family, uh, my two older sisters, my parents, we lived in a studio apartment in Greenwich Village on a house in Sixth. Wow. No, uh, how, what did you, where are you these days? You're in LA? Yeah, technically I'm based out of Los Angeles, but we're currently in Montreal shooting ghosts. So I've been here for the last three-ish months and I was living in Oregon for the last couple of years as well. Oh, wow. So uh, what, what's the ultimate goal? L.A.? I think L.A., like to move back to L.A., I've lived, I grew up in L.A. for like middle school, high school, college, and yeah. I miss it. I, most of my friends are out there. So, of course, to re return to L.A. would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned theater. Do you, are you still involved in the theater? Uh? I am. Yeah. I, uh, I've worked with Native Voices at the Autry. It's like, well, I think, one of the only equity Native American theater companies in the nation. And it's uh, one of my like second homes that I get to go to. And I've also worked at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. I worked there for the last, well, from 2017 to 2019. And uh, that was a lot of my training. I'm, I'm thankful to both of those theater companies because that's my training right there, honestly. 
No. You mentioned commercials and theater, you know, mm-hmm. and now you do TV, of course. Like, what's your favorite so far, you think? Oh, man, I think I'm a theater kid. I'm a theater yeah. kid. I love I love musical theater. I love plays. I love that nitty gritty. Um, I love that nitty gritty theater. I love being able to go from the beginning to the end of a production every night. You know, on TV, it's yeah. like we shoot episode one, uh, scene five, and tomorrow we're shooting episode two, scene 25 and it's yeah. it's a little different uh it has its you know everyone has its pros and cons but i love theater i miss it yeah what's what do you think is like the biggest challenge between theater and tv now that you've done both? Uh, you know that's a good question because i feel like a lot of things translate really well like you know you really got to be invested you really got to know wh- where you were where you're going all the circumstances yeah. for sure but for for theater, uh, I feel like challenges is making sure the audience is with you and playing for the audience. It's a it's a different dynamic than when you're doing TV and film, especially like a single camera, like Ghosts is, where yeah. you know I can just play with my scene partner right there. I don't have to be playing for an audience. Um, but then, of course, TV has its uh, challenges as well. Well, uh, the next question is going to be uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, so CBS is Ghosts. Like, uh, how did you get involved in this project? Yeah, so I auditioned um, back in December of 2020 and uh, just got an audition through my manager. And I was like, oh, this sounds like a cool project. And yeah, I was the last one cast. So the the project was like starting on on like, what is it? Whatever date it was, but it was on a Monday and I auditioned Mm. the previous Tuesday and I booked it on that Thursday and I drove down from Oregon all the way down to uh, to L.A. in like a day and. I was on set like right away and during oh, wow. a pandemic it was it was pretty crazy but um i'm just so grateful to be part of it was this the, the role that you play on the show was this the role that you went for at first too yeah yeah sasapis yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so i uh, you know sasapi you know so you're a spirit in in the, in the show like how like uh tell us a little bit about like how you're playing pretty much a ghost yeah you know it's uh it's fun to play sasapis because We've had some really deep conversations about like who he is and how, you know, how, how do you play this character who's a Lenape man from the 1520s? Yeah. You know, like wh- who would he be 500 years later if he'd been dead for 500, year, 500 years? And I was like, I don't want him to have some stereotypical accent. I don't want him to be, you know, this stereotypical idea of what people think Native people are from like Western movies and stuff. So he's very similar to me, you know, he talks like I do and I really bring myself to the project and then the writing is amazing and they just write him as this sarcastic, um, just so over it and always trying to uh, put down like Isaac and and stuff like that. It's it's uh, it's fun. He's he's uh, he's got this young spirit about him because he died at a young age. But he's this old soul because he's been dead for 500 years. So, yeah, it's a dream. It's a fun, fun character to play. So when I was doing research on the, about the show, uh, the show was on BBC and they remade it for the U.S. Your character doesn't even exist on the BBC version. Mm-mm. No, so, not at all. So, yeah. So like so like when you book this role, like it's like, you know, like some of the characters probably went and watched the BBC version just to get an mm-hmm. idea how to play this. Mm-hmm. How did you decide how to play this character also? You know, uh, there was a lot of trying to figure it out because yeah. you were trying to figure out where Sasapis even fits into the the ensemble because the ghosts yeah. are like an ensemble for sure. And 
Yeah, I was just trying to find like my place in it. Uh, luckily, the writing was so great, so I was able to really rely on that. Um, but yeah, for a long time, I've been I've been just trying to navigate how he he fits in, um, and he's just this dry guy who's just on the corner. He's just like you know shouting like little sarcastic things every now and then. It's it's a fun time. <laughs> now, the, did you have you had any input on the character, like uh, to work with the writers and the producers? Like how actually how actually you, have, how you think yeah. you should want to play the character? A hundred percent, actually. You know, thankful our amazing showrunners, uh, Joe Port and Joe Wiseman, were so open to anything. Like I send them emails constantly about, I have an idea about Sasapis. I have an idea about this. Da, da, da. What if, what if blah blah blah? And they're so open about it. Like we have some beautiful conversations, and um, and they hired an amazing Lenape consultant by the name of Joe Baker. So that made me feel a lot better because you know I'm like I'm not. I don't, I'm not Lenape, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't have extensive knowledge on the Lenape. I, I think you need to have a consultant and they hired an amazing guy. Um, and they also have a native writer in the writer's room by the name of John Timothy, who's Muskogee Creek. So it's, it's cool to have that like native representation and not feel like I need to bear it all on myself. Um, so I'm, I'm just grateful for that. What do you think has been like the, the best part about your character that you enjoy the uh, most? Best part about my character, oh man, I, th I think just the fact that he's, that I can just bring myself to him, the fact I can just use my voice, the fact I can just, you know, sit in this character of, uh, that doesn't care. Like he just doesn't care about how people perceive him. I feel like I've learned a lot from him of like releasing all of this tension and stress and just like, hey, we're here we're dead we don't know what's going on let's just smell some pizza you know like <laughs> like live in the moment like just do it it sucks but we're here and I, i've learned a lot from him would you change anything about him if you could um i think he would change what he's wearing i think he's i think he you know he of course loves his his you know his uh his traditional outfit that he's wearing and it, it pays homage to his people for sure yeah. but it's it's also what people see him constantly as it's 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 a nice commentary on native people in um in film and tv in my opinion and native people in society in non-native communities where people still see native people um like almost like living in teepees today and i'm like no yeah. native people are living in the 21st century y'all like we're we look like this and we talk like this and i think that's an interesting thing about him i'm sure he would be like you know what i just want to eat i just want to put on some sweatpants and <laughs> Call it, call it a day. How was working with a cast? This cast is amazing. I am so beyond just blessed to work with people that are not only insanely talented, but incredibly nice. Everyone is so sweet and supportive. And, you know, this is my first time being a series regular on a TV show. I was so nervous, but everyone was so uh, just supportive and, and helped me trying to find my footing in this and uh yeah so the cast is incredible you mentioned that was, that my next question was actually about how like you know this is one of your first like series like being a regular like and you said you're feeling nervous what about like uh, any advice from other cast members that have been doing this for a while um so so much um i'm trying to think of right off the bat but i think one of the biggest things i i loved with like the way Udkarsh you know, navigates like tough days is, is just really letting go, like surrendering to it, 
just trust, just trust it because it's so easy to get into your head about so many different things. And, and Rose would say the same thing. She's like, just say the lines, you know, like you got this, especially when you're getting so nervous, just, just say the lines, like trust it, trust the words on the page, trust that, like trust your ability. So yeah, definitely that. You mentioned you filmed uh, 13 episodes already. What's the, how many have you guys been given to film so far? Um, it's 13. Yeah. 13. Oh, was the oh, thir- oh, wow. Yeah. So as of now, we'll find out more. We'll find out soon if, if, we're going to be going on more. We'll see. I'll let you know. <laughs> I know the, I know the first episode uh, released a few days ago. What was the, the reaction so far from friends oh, and man, family? It's, it's so my, yeah, my family's super excited. Um, friends are so excited and it's, 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 it's a little surreal. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to see that people are liking it and they think it's funny because, you know, sometimes when you're in it, so, um intensely you just don't know you're like i hope it's funny but then when you have your people that are close to you in your life are like that is actually funny you're like okay cool that's 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 nice um so yeah i think it's i think people are liking it which is cool that's great well so um what's next for you now any other projects that you can uh tell us about yeah um so i'm currently in post-production for uh a film that i produced back in may uh, it's actually my senior thesis from from Cal State Northridge, and it's a it's called This Is Their Land. It's about the Modoc War that occurred in 1872 to 1873, and so we're just really trying to shed light on this history that people don't talk about. Um, and in addition to that project, I'm uh, I'm also working on a podcast series right now with my nice. American Indian Student Association uh, at Cal State Northridge. So we're, uh, you know, producing some, uh, we're interviewing some in- indigenous artists out there and it's, uh, it's been really fun to do that. And, um, what else, uh, you know, outside of the entertainment industry, I've been rock climbing a lot. I've been, uh, I've been taking some Wing Chun. <laughs> so things like that. I, I love learning. I mean, I'm an eternal student, so I love, uh, just learning new things. How much longer are you, are you uh, in Canada for? As of now, we'll be here for a little less than two weeks, a little, you know, two more weeks. So, after, you know, fingers crossed we get to be here longer. We'll see. Okay. Romana, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media? Yes, you can uh, go to my Instagram at Roman Zaragoza. You can find me on Twitter at Roman Zara underscore Goza. Uh, you can find me on TikTok as the Roman Zaragoza. And I believe that is it. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. This was great. Of course. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time.